live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, hit that rumble button. There you see it right there on the screen. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. I am blessed. I am honored to be here with my producer, producer Eli. Thank you, God. All glory to God. It is Friday. We made it through another week. You, me, the entire LFA family. Logan is in the building. CJB from Washington State. In God's hands. Larry, uh, Lisa from Las Vegas. How are you? A. Bignorn. Piglet is watching. Jim and Barbara Peters. Jerry Carvery from Ohio. Jan from Florida. How are you, Jan? Thank you for making it. Jan Mar, good to see you. We've got Lisa from Pennsylvania. We've got Miguel from California. We've got Alabama in the house. How you doing, Becca? Carol, how are you? Lacey, how are you? Bama lady is here. We've got Texas Deb in the building. Angie from my home state of Illinois. Awesome grandma, too. How you doing? Jamie from Wisconsin. Lynn from Michigan. And Louise. From Woke Bergen, Bergen County. How are you guys? Thank you for joining in on this Friday. Uh, if you guys missed the morning show, Rise Up, I had Sean Patrick Flannery, the, uh, the actor who starred in Nefarious and many other films that you may know. Uh, Boondock Saints, uh, Born a Champion, Powder he was in. But uh, yeah, great actor, uh, great man of God, great man of traditional family, traditional faith, traditional, you know, in my house, we will serve the Lord type stuff. And, uh, you know, he talked a lot about his MMA passion. And, and you know, my, my diary is my music. And this show and Rise Up, his diary is his, uh, his, his, his MMA uh, training and legacy. And he treats his kids for free. And, you know, prayer is in his home. And prayer in public is in his home. He puts on the armor of God, he said, before he goes into a role. It was a really fantastic conversation. I wish it could have been two hours, but if you get some time today, I, uh, I'll ask that you please go, uh, bless me, bless him and go back and watch that. Uh, he, he got in a little late. He was trying to get in for 20 minutes, got in a little late. So we didn't have a lot of time, 
uh, to to really dig into some some of the things that I wanted to, but it was still nonetheless a wonderful wonderful interview, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, from Florida, Representative Greg Stubbe he announced this last night that he was going to be bringing up his impeachment resolution against Joe Biden for bribery, extortion, obstruction of justice, fraud, financial involvement, drugs, and prostitution. He says, we have all the facts. We have all the evidence now. It is time to move forward with impeachment. And I agree. So last night, our friend David Harris Jr. was filling in on Newsmax for, um, uh, for, for Schmidt and on, on his show. And uh, this is when uh, he announced it. So let's bring this up on the, on the screen and roll it. Yeah, so you you laid out a a, a great case uh, for a a number of different crimes, and you laid the factual predicate for those crimes. Uh, And tomorrow, I intend on filing impeachment resolution on Joe Biden for bribery, uh, for extortion, obstruction of justice, fraud, uh, financial involvement in drugs and prostitution, all of these things. You just touched on the highlights of some of those, but we have all the facts and evidence now. And in the beginning of this Congress, Republicans wanted to make sure that we did the investigations, that we got the information before the American people. You have witness testimony. You have financial records. You have the laptop. You have text messages. You have phone conversations. You have all of this evidence now to corroborate and support impeachment articles against the president. And I intend on filing those tomorrow on all of these corruption and bribery charges that uh, you just hit the top of the iceberg on. Now I got to thank, uh, I got to thank Benny for sharing that clip uh, from DJ, um, DJ T. <laughs> David Harris Jr. And uh, Greg Stubbe. And you know what? That's great. That's great. But certain people, if they put forth uh, impeachment resolutions, it just falls on deaf ears. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think she put out like 30 of them by now. And others have as well. Here's what we need. We need every representative. We need every House of Representative in the the Republican Party or anybody even in the Democratic Party who might have a come to Jesus moment. We need all of you to do it at the same time. That sends a message. That sends a message. And exactly right, Ricktown. Don't forget human trafficking. We need more than Greg Stubbe to do this. We need... Matt Gates to do this. We need Jim Jordan to do this. We need James Comer to do this. We need... um, uh, Anna Paulina Luna to do this. We need a Steve Scalise to do this. Elise Stefanik to do this. We need Chip Roy to do this. You know, we need everybody to get on a united front here and just do it already. Just do it already. Can I get an amen? But I'm glad we're moving in the right direction. Look, at least we're not moving backwards. But we'll be moving in the right direction when they get it on the House floor and they vote for it. Kelly says MTG is lifting weight, so... She threw out a first pitch I saw yesterday, too. Congratulations to her to be uh, invited for things like that. Anyway, folks, uh, I would also like to thank the following people for their online monthly recurring donations, which is basically like a subscription to Netflix or something like that. You see more importance in LFA TV than you see in your cable and, and your streaming networks, and that, to me, hits home. So, Laura Harris, Sherry I love saying this last name. Sherry Kwiatkowski. Such a hard last name to say. Kwiatkowski. Uh, Kathy Foley. David Ballard. Jackie Summers. Karen Hobbs. uh, Laura Harris. 
Suzanne Sutton, Stacey Scherer, Jeff Richardson, Michael Weed, Kathy Painter, Andrea Cooper, Joanne Sexton, Sharon Bear, Teresa Cox, Michael Blakeman, and Kathleen Marcus. If it wasn't for all of you, if it wasn't for the Rumble Rant uh, donations that come in, if it wasn't for shopping with our sponsors, using our promo codes on places like MyPillow, and then shopping at our store, we would not have what it takes to exist. Because we are not these major news corporations, and we don't have this endless supply of cash, every cent that we get goes towards making sure that we're here till, t- till tomorrow. So thank you for promising that you would always fund this, and here we are today. God bless you all. Let's go to the Lord. Jesus Calling, ladies and gentlemen, August 11th, year of our Lord, 2023. When one of my own calls out to me, a child of God, a representative of the Lord, I never fail to respond. Not, I almost always respond. Not, I'll get to it when I can, which is what you get when you get to me. This this man, God, this holy entity says, I never fail to respond. I may not provide instant relief as if I were just a genie, but I do go to work immediately, setting in motion the conditions that you need. When you have settled down enough to see me clearly, I invite you to come near me where you can find completeness. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That comes from James 1 and 4. Perseverance must finish its work. And with perseverance, you must have patience. Amen? Put it into place. Put it into play, folks. How about this one? James 4, 7, and 8. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Yes, he will. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Center your attention on me while I work in your circumstances and make you complete today. Folks, it's a wonderful world out there. We've been wonderfully blessed to all be together. This LFA family has been wonderfully blessed to lean on each other, lean on God when we need him. We have now sent over $55,000 out from the Slurp Fund. Sometimes I have to wait for some of that money to come in because our Slurp Fund is only a maximum of $2,000. So when we send out a lot in a week or so, we do got to wait. But I know every, we've raised money for people. We're sending money out as we can. And uh, starting next week, we'll be fresh and ready to, uh, to help out some more people. So all glory to God on that one. Please remove your hats. And in Jesus' name, we will go to our Father now and give him all the glory for everything that we've been able to achieve together in the word gaining knowledge of the word, gaining knowledge of the world, gaining knowledge of our country, our political system, how it works, running for office, all of that is given to us by God. All good things are given to us by God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power 
and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The, na- the word tempted is synonymous with the word evil. Do you want to know why? Because God does not tempt you. Have you ever thought of that? Well, can I be tempted to do good? No. God doesn't tempt you. You are tempted to do evil. Think of that. Who's ready for the show? Eli, you ready? Eli's all pumped up because Eli is a... So Eli's father, uh, when Eli was growing up, he owned a movie theater. So Eli's always been a, a, a film and movie nut. So imagine his hatred towards Hollywood when he grew up and realized what Hollywood really was, really is. So when he sees a, a phenomenal, pure, God-driven, God-fearing actor like Sean Patrick Flannery, and he, and, and, and he can get him to come on the show for Eli, today was just like... It was a highlight, and, and, and I believe it was for me too. So uh, we're ready, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready for a great life from America. Please lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. Mm. And do not forget to share. We have been having a great, great crowd on Fridays lately, and the last four days on Live from America TV here on Rumble Alone, we have had over 200 thousand views per day in the last four days through all of our shows that to me tells me that people are starting to seek the truth and you guys are giving it to them is there anything better okay first and foremost section last night you know i wasn't here uh kevin smith anna perez tried to fill in for me technical difficulties it was uh, it was it was uh it was uh you know a chore just to get the uh the show out But in that time frame from last night until now, we have learned that Jack Smith, that's right, that is right, the non-American living Jack Smith has requested a trial date in Donald J. Trump's January 6th indictments for January 2nd of 2024. Now, why January 2nd? Well, ladies and gentlemen, because if the trial can start and finish from January 2nd until Super Tuesday, they're hoping that Donald Trump is convicted by Super Tuesday. That's what they want. Last Tuesday, as you know, Donald Trump was hit with four counts in Jack Smith's January 6th case, January 6th. Conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction, and an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, blah, 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 blah. The government proposes that the trial begin on January 2nd, 2024, and estimates that its case in in chief will take no longer than four to six weeks. (laughs) Four to six weeks? Uh, Excuse me, Jack Smith. We've got four to six swing states to go through of evidence. How do you expect that to happen? Jack Smith wants Trump convicted by Super Tuesday in March. That's why. Because the Iowa Iowa Republican caucuses will be held on January 15th. We all know this is election interference, folks. Now, Donald Trump responded to this by saying the following, and I quote. Hold on, we've got breaking news coming in. The judge has sided with Trump and he will get discovery. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news coming into live from America TV here on this 
August 11th, year of our Lord, 2023. Here it is. And that breaking news is the judge has sided with Donald J. Trump. He will get discovery. So this is even more of a uh, thorn in the side of Jack Smith. But anyway, let's 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 read. Hallelujah. Praise. Uh, can we just can we just take a quick second here? I mean, I know the, I know the news is quick, folks. Come on now. I know the news is quick. I know it comes quick and, we, and, and something comes right after that. But we got to thank God. Can we do that right now, Lord and Heavenly Father? Thank you so very much for shining your light down on this man and anointing me, this man, Donald J. Trump, for this time in history to fight back against evil and praise you to the highest for instructing us to stand by this man in, the, in his time of need of prayer. Amen. I'm telling you, folks, God is on the move on the move hallelujah god is on the move baby what does discovery mean well discovery means donald j trump is going to be able to basically have a proper defense and get and and is entitled to everything that he asks for in order to give him a proper defense they know they can't not do that come on we knew that anyway but it's nice to see that it finally happened and you're right, discovery adds a lot of time, especially in a case where you need to litigate five, six, seven swing states. Come on now. Come on now. Talk to me. This is Donald J. Trump's response to uh, Jack Smith in his desire to have this start January and end by Super Tuesday. Okay? Deranged Jack Smith, and I'm quoting, has just asked for a trial on the Biden indictment to take place on January 2nd. I like how he calls it the Biden indictment. Thank you, Cindy, for the rumble rant. Just ahead of the important Iowa caucuses, only an out-of-touch lunatic would ask for such a date. One day into the new year, the maximum election interference with Iowa, such a trial would, uh, which should never take place due to my First Amendment rights, and massive Biden corruption should only happen, if at all, after the election. The same with other fake Biden indictments. Election interference Donald Trump said in all capital letters yes amen and I love how Donald Trump just keeps going at these dirty dirty crooked people and and now I know that the left-wing media and the rhinos out there say you're taunting you're taunting you're taunting every time Donald J Trump comes out he taunts taunts what an entity that has no rights that gets power from us taunts what exactly the American people taunts what Taunts the intelligence, uh, the intelligence agencies, and to quote Chuck Schumer, has six ways from Sunday from getting to get back at you. Shut your gay loser mouth. That's all I've got to say to that. Taunt what? A government entity that has no rights? <laughs> Taunt these. Moving on. Dirty Jack Smith. Let's continue to talk about this dirty, dirty, dirty man. Filthy, swamp donkey, non-American living loser. Dirty Jack Smith admits that he included inaccurate information when asking judge to hide secret search warrant from Twitter. Now, we talked about that the day it happened. Remember? Remember I showed you that, that in the filing, Jack Smith falsified records? It's nice now that the world is finally starting to pick up on this three days after. So I want to read for you in depth rather than just mentioning to you how they got this done. Because remember, we already said this three days ago. 
so sick of, can I just stop for a minute and just say how sick and tired I am of mainstream media being so ineffective and lame and late? Imagine if one of the two things happened. Mainstream media actually reported the truth and mainstream media actually reported the truth in a timely fashion so that we, the people of America, of America could act accordingly on said information. Imagine that. I don't take pride in being first. I get pissed that they're last and they've got the resources and the money and the ability to get this information to you before we even do. That's what makes me mad. Special counsel Jack Smith admitted he included inaccurate information when he asked a judge who was an Obama appointee for the secret search warrant for Trump's Twitter account. The search warrant was so secret that Trump didn't even know Jack Smith issued the subpoena for the records. Biden's corrupt uh, Justice Department obtained a non-disclosure order that prohibited Twitter from informing Donald Trump about Jack Smith's subpoena. Wow, that talk about fair, right? Talk about a fair justice system, right? The Justice Department argued Trump would be so-called a flight risk and he would put the ongoing investigation in jeopardy. Now, according to CNN, who's late, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals said that the court found that there was reasonable grounds to believe that Trump would jeopardize an ongoing investigation if he knew about the search warrant. The district court, according to the D.C. Circuit's opinion, quote, found that there was reasonable grounds to believe that disclosing the warrant to former President Donald J. Trump would seriously jeopardize the ongoing investigation by giving him an opportunity to destroy evidence, change patterns of behavior, or notify Confederates, CNN reported. They're so stupid. Jack Smith admitted to Judge Howell he included inaccurate information when he suggested Trump would become a flight risk if he learned about the secret gag order, quote, The district court also found reason to believe that former President Trump would flee from prosecution. End quote. Read the decision from the District uh, Court of Appeals. Quote. The government later acknowledged, however, that it had errantly included flight from prosecution as a uh, predicate in its application for the nondisclosure order. It was really the entire reason that the judge said, well, you guys must know better than I do. If you're putting this case together and you're going to show it in front of uh, a jury... This man's clearly a flight risk. He must have said something in his Twitter at some point that, would, that must have said, I'll be, in the, I'll be in the south of France before they can get me or something. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. And when asked upon this, Judge, uh, Jack Smith said, yeah, I just, we just kind of just threw that in there. Template, boilerplate. Boilerplate. We do that with everybody who's high profile. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The only way Donald Trump could be a flight risk is if he could go to Mars. Or the moon that I doubt we ever really went to. Right, Eli? Where is he going to be a flight risk to? He's the most popular and most recognizable man on the planet. Where is he going to go? Sudden press statement by Merrick Gardenome Garland today at 12.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to... Uh, uh, please inform Crispy of that. I'm sure he already knows, uh, Eli, but um, just in case. Now, another thing that I want to talk about. So you've already got Jack Smith falsifying records. Falsifying, just like they did to get the FISA warrant, right? We already know that. So he's off to a bad start right there. And any normal judge is going to see that. 
How about this one? Hold on. What did that just say? Hold on. Let me hold on. Judge backs government and request on witness info. Judge sided with prosecutors in requiring Trump's attorneys to ensure the former president does not copy down any personally identifying info. They're so dumb. So you've already got this guy starting out on a bad note by falsifying documents in order to get a search warrant, right? But you've also, remember how I told you that Donald Trump and I reported the fact that the January 6th committee deleted info, deleted documents, deleted reports that would exonerate not only Donald Trump, but a lot of the J6 prisoners who are just stuck, have been kidnapped, and they're politically imprisoned in, in the gulag right now? From what we understand as of today, they deleted, ready for this, Eli? 50% of everything that they had. Not 5%, not 0.05%, not 15%, half. This is, what, this is the latest information that we have from Trump's attorneys that they deleted half of the documents they had, 50%. Jack Smith, the prosecutor by the DOG, DOJ in this case, in all these cases, falsifying records to get a, to get a, uh, a search warrant. The January 6th committee, in which did all this investigation in, in, uh, in, uh, in, in partnership with the DOJ, that they had all this information in order to go after Trump, they deleted 50% of that, not off to a good start there. Looks like, looks like this is nothing but a wrap-up smear campaign in the court of law. Donald Trump's going to win all these cases. But then I want to take you to a flashback. Because you got this new indictment coming from Fannie Willis in Georgia. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Fannie Willis, if you want to take a flashback to when she was in front of Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney... He's already come down on her like a hail of gunfire for abusing her position to go after political opponents. He's already done this. So it's not looking good for her either. Just to give you a little bit of optimism, roll this clip that we got. Stability of a fourth round of indictments in Fulton County, Georgia. But now concerns are rising regarding District Attorney Fawnie Willis after a video resurfaced of a judge questioning her ability to prosecute fairly in an unrelated case which she was removed from. Take a listen. Uh, using the title of your office and having on social media that you as this political office holder are holding a fundraiser for the opponent of someone that this political office is investigating. Um, I don't know that it's an actual conflict, but um, I use that phrase, what were you thinking, where the prosecutor thought I could prosecute the co-defendant of someone I defended. It's a what are you thinking moment. Um, The optics are horrific. If you are trying to have the public believe that this is a nonpartisan, driven by the facts, I'm not here to critique decisions. The decision was made. But if we are trying to maintain confidence that this investigation is pursuing facts in a nonpartisan sense, no matter who the district attorney is, we follow the evidence where it goes and ignore the fact that I hosted a fundraiser for the political opponent of someone I've just named the target. That, that strikes me as problematic, maybe not from an actual conflict level, 
but if we are at a cocktail party and people are asking, do you think that this is a fair balanced approach to things? Um, I, I do. Well, how do you explain this? How does one explain? I mean, that, that, that's the concern I'm working through, is that it's not a lowercase a appearance. <laughs> it's like a capital A with flashy lights fundraiser <laughs> district attorney for the political opponent of someone I've named the target of my investigation. I'm the legal advisor to the grand jury, and I'm on national media almost nightly talking about this investigation. Ooh. That's problematic. Okay. Bert Jones, who's now lieutenant governor, was under investigation by Willis. She not only hosted a fundraiser for his political opposition, she promoted it publicly on her social media. We're supposed to believe that she's investigating Donald Trump fair and square. And to prepare for the looming indictment announcement, Fulton County has put up a barrier around the courthouse. So there you go, folks. She's already had a judge in another case where she went after a political opponent abusing her her position to do so and then fundraising it off of this she's already got this judge judge uh superior court judge robert mcburney who's already come down on her for this he's still a superior court judge in fulton county do you think they're actually going to convict him no you think they're actually going to get a real conviction out of D.C. even if it finishes in D.C. and doesn't get moved? Maybe they'll get it, but Donald Trump isn't going to go to jail on appeal. And when he goes in front of a real court, they've already deleted 50% of the evidence and falsified documents to get, a, to get a warrant. Like, ladies and gentlemen, this is like basic amateur hour TV crap. So I want to give a Smarty Award of the day right now if I can, to that judge right there, Judge Robert McBurney, who is still a Superior Court judge. Let's roll those drums. Hey, uh, Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert Burney, McBurney, thank you very much, sir. Because you know that's where this is going to end up. <laughs> if it's not a fair trial. <laughs> And I'd like to give a dumb dumb award of the day if well, so to, to Fanny Willis because uh, let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, she's not a smart cookie. Now, before we go to um, our first break, I got to give you some more good news. <laughs> this is incredible. Strong arming. Does anybody know what the term strong arming means? He's strong-arming me. It basically means you're basically putting pressure on somebody, like the mob, right? Check this out. An appeals court judge has just compared Joe Biden's social media pressure to Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and the rest and TikTok to strong-arming pressure like the mafia. Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Judge Jennifer Walker Elrod declared in court on record that the Biden administration's efforts to persuade social media companies to remove, throttle, and suppress purported misinformation on COVID-19, Hunter Biden's laptop, and the 2020 election reminds her of a mafia movie. This is coming from a U.S federal appeals court judge on the fifth circuit 
That was one of the most memorable memorable examples of the frosty reception that the Justice Department Civil Division lawyer Daniel Tenney received uh, yesterday from the three-judge panel considering whether to lift or modify last month's ban on several forms of contact between the feds and companies currently stayed by the Fifth Circuit. As the First Amendment lawsuit led by Missouri and Louisiana proceeds, the back and forth at Thursday's hearing resembled that between the Sixth Circuit judges and the DOJ's, DOJ's lawyers at a June hearing. So it looks like both Circuit Court of Appeals here are looking at the, at, at the Biden administration and going, what is wrong with you guys? In related to social media censorship lawsuit against federal officials by users of Twitter, both panels were appointed by Republican presidents, echoing the injunction ensued by U.S. District Judge Terry Doughty. The Fifth Circuit judges repeatedly cited specific conversations from the factual record that suggests that social media companies feared legal consequences if they did not comply with the White House and agency requests to censor or diminish the reach of websites or social media postings of which the Biden administration disapproved. So the Fifth Circuit came in and echoed what the Sixth Circuit said and basically said, you guys are like the mafia and you strong arm these social media companies and you basically force them to do your will against your political opponents and your political... uh, uh, you're, you're American people who disagreed with everything that you said. You took away their First Amendment rights. And you know what this is going to be? This is going to have major impact on Donald Trump's First Amendment rights too. The ruling in this case. God is on the move. He's on the move. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for being here with me today. I want to thank you for donating. I want to thank you for rumble ranting. I want to thank you for shopping on our store. I want to thank you for using our promo codes to keep us going until the next day. And I really want to thank you for keeping our sponsors with us so they're not flyby sponsors because these people really do fill in the gap where we're missing money and we need extra. And the first one we're going to go to is talk about TacRite. Now, this is TacRite's third product through us. Now, If any of you, I've seen in the comment that somebody said, I didn't get what I ordered through TacRite or I didn't get the amount that I ordered and I have not been able to get a response from them. There's a couple of you that I've seen that said that. If you are experiencing a problem, please reach out to us at lfaproducer at gmail.com if you are experiencing a problem with your orders with our sponsors and we will get it right for you. But this is our third product with TacRite. Why? Because their products are amazing. They are great for the money. And big box stores are always trying to hold down this company. You have to ask yourself why. It's because it puts a dip into their profits because these items are so much more reliable. Now, we have two sponsors that give us solar power energy. And this is one of them. Now, this is going to be for your smaller, compact, I'm on the go. I always got to have energy with me no matter where I go. Lucille said, I just ordered this the other day. I can't wait to get it. I've I've not gotten mine yet either. The only reason I'm endorsing the product without having it is because I know how good their other products are. Great products, bad customer service. Well, we're going to change that, brother. 
The link is in the description of this show right here. Get your ultimate backup power solar uh, solar power uh, energy device now through TacRite by going to the link in this description. Now, if you want a larger solar power generator that will that will generate power for your house or uh, for portions of your house during times of solar power, I mean, uh, power outages, storms, the government taking away your power because you are a MAGA supporter. Well, that's how that's when you're going to want to step up and go to fourpatriots.com. Fourpatriots.com. Fourpatriots.com, ladies and gentlemen. Get your Patriot power generator today. This is your big boy. Okay. This is going to power pretty much everything you need powered in your house during any kind of disaster or any kind of natural disaster or power outage. Fourpatriots.com, promo code LFA gets you 10% off. Portion goes to veteran families. Declare your independence today. Shop with our sponsors. You will not be disappointed in their products. Okay? L, uh, L.M. Burkowski said when they had a problem with their mini chainsaw, the, they got it taken care of pronto. Great company. Well, there you go. You're always going to have some you know issues here and there, but for the whole... We bring on good companies here. Moving on. Everything that we have been talking about pertaining to the Federal Bureau of Incompetence, ladies and gentlemen, all of our worries, all of our concerns, I have a concern that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has never been a great agency. I have a concern, ladies and gentlemen, that the Federal Bureau of Investigation was built to take away your rights as an American. Got to be honest with you. I'm going to read for you a little bit of what a former FBI head, department head, has said about the FBI. Former head of the FBI confirms that the FBI is infiltrated by the satanic Illuminati cult involved in the assassination of the Kennedys, the Oklahoma bombing, the Waco siege, the World Trade Center bombings, 9-11, and the kidnapping of children for sex, sacrifices, and body parts. What? Eli, are you hearing this? This is from a former head of the FBI. My question is, was he involved in it? Or did he get out once he learned it was that deep? FBI Special Agent Ted Gunderson goes on to say, based on his 28 years of experience and research, there is a covert, illegal, rogue U.S. government criminal enterprise operating in the United States in several cities, and it's known as the FBI. He goes on to say, the disaster in Pearl Harbor could have been avoided we knew on December 4th, and it could have pulled the U.S. fleet out before we were attacked. He said President John F. Kennedy, also known as Jack, was assassinated by the CIA, and the FBI helped carry out the assassination by diverting President Kennedy's car on another route. He goes on to say Lyndon B. Johnson knew Kennedy was going to be killed and wanted him dead. He goes on to say Robert F. Kennedy, which is... Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s father was also assassinated by the same illegal rogue infiltrated government. It's not done yet. The Oklahoma City bombing was carried out by the New World Order boys and U.S. Army explosives were used. Timothy McVeigh was a CIA operative. This is coming from an FBI special agent who was actually the head of the FBI for a small period of time. Folks, you need to share this information. He goes on to say, in the Waco siege incident, he confirms that four ATF agents were actually assassinated by government snipers. 
The same ATF agents who were killed were at one time Bill Clinton's bodyguards. He said the FBI knew in advance about the World Trade Center car bombing and furnished the ingredients for the bomb that was used to blow up the World Trade Center. He goes on to say, as a private investigator, when he retired from the FBI, he took the Jeffrey Robert McDonald case, who was an American medical doctor at the U.S. Army, uh, and he was a captain who was convicted in 1979 of murdering his pregnant wife and two daughters in 1970. During his investigation into the McDonald case, he received and signed confession from Helena Stokely, stating that Jeffrey McDonald did not do it, that it was her satanic cult group that committed these murders. The courts ignored her confession. He goes on to say 9-11 they were involved in, the satanic Illuminati. I'm just going to play you a little bit of this video, folks, and you tell me, do you believe everything that this guy says? Because to me, it seems like it's the FBI that's operating right now. I could be wrong. Let's play a little bit of this. Over 700 personnel under my command, budget of $22.5 million. I had 16 offices that I was responsible for. I had a fantastic career. In the old days, the FBI was a great organization. Unfortunately, as I said a few moments ago, it's been infiltrated by the satanic cult Illuminati movement, as well as other agencies like the NSA and the CIA and so forth. And I'll go more into detail on that in a minute. In my FBI career, I, I point this out to you because uh, I'm establishing credibility. I do have credibility. I was one of the top executives in the FBI in my day. As a matter of fact, I was interviewed for the directorship in 1975 by Attorney General Griffin Bell's uh, people. Uh, of course, they didn't want me. Uh, it's very obvious because I'm rather outspoken. But, you know, I was uh, watching TV here not too long ago. It was a couple of years ago, actually. And Brian Gumbel had... Uh, Jim Nichols, who was Terry Nichols' brother, Terry Nichols being the Oklahoma City conspirator who was convicted and tried and so forth along with McVeigh. And I had given Jim my Oklahoma City report. I made two trips to Oklahoma City. Out of my pocket, I uh, submitted a 222-page report. I've given it to congressmen, senators. Rohrbacher is the most recent one who did an investigation on Oklahoma City bombing here last December. And uh, Jim says to Brian Gumbel, have you seen Ted Gunderson's report? And Brian Gumbel says, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> of course. That's the way he casts me aside. You know, he's wrong. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy realist. Woo, Ted Gunderson. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the link of this video, okay? And I'm going to put it in the live chat. So if you, need, if you ain't in the live chat, you're missing out. I'm also going to put it down below for everybody who's not in the live chat. I wouldn't leave you out. Calm down. There you go. That way you can take this video and do with what you want with it. But if you ask me, ladies and gentlemen, the, the FBI was created to be a domestic CIA. That's my personal opinion. The CIA was literally built to topple governments and be the police of the world and put people whoever they want in power, wherever they want in power. And I believe the same thing is of the FBI, but domestically. Ryan Long says, Jeremy, can I get a shout out? You got a shout out, brother. The FBI has never been a once great agency. Now, do they have good people working for them? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. 
Which brings me to my next story that I do not take any pleasure in reporting. This is going to blow your mind. Now you guys know that I've been suspended from True Social twice. How am I suspended from True Social? Of all places you might ask. Well, I've been suspended from True Social twice. The other day, a Utah man was shot and killed by FBI in Salt Lake City. He was a Trump supporter. He was a veteran. And we've been talking about this for the last two days here on Alpha TV. What you did not know was that True Social is the one responsible. True Social, the media company, pretty much owned by Donald Trump, but run by Devin Nunes and a board, reportedly contacted the FBI back in March to tip them off about these threats that this guy made, apparently, to Joe Biden. Craig Robertson, 75 years old, was shot and killed by Salt Lake City uh, FBI agents Wednesday morning. According to reports, Robertson was facing three counts after posting threats to Joe Biden, interstate threats, threats against the president, and influencing, impeding, and retailing and against an, a federal law officers by threat. Robertson allegedly threatened to kill Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Alvin Bragg, and other officials prosecuting Trump in recent social media posts. According to CNBC, True Social is the one that contacted the FBI after Robinson threatened to kill Alvin Bragg. Now, here's what I want to say. First and foremost, you know me. I say on this show all the time, we're coming for you. I say in this show all the time that what is the punishment for treason? It is death. I say on this show all the time that I believe Joe Biden and many others in our government have committed treason of the highest level against we, the people of this country. I've said a million times that I want them held to justice, which I think they're guilty of treason, but I always say this, legally and in a court of law and and by a jury of our peers. I do not condone murder. I am a Christian. I do not condone violence. I am a Christian. And if this man did exactly what the government is saying he did, then he did deserve to be at least brought to court, prosecuted, and put in front of a jury. Did he deserve to get killed? I wasn't in the room. I don't know. Did he pull guns on FBI? Probably not. Maybe he did. I don't know. What I do know is that I never expected True Social to be the one that was at the helm of all of it. Not to say that I don't expect them to report crimes. It just shocked me. It just shocked me, that's all. Because I remember True Social banning me, suspending me twice, I should say, not banning me, suspended me. Folks, you need to share today's show. Today's show is chucker block full of great information that people need to know. Moving on. Joe Biden wants to send another $24 billion to Ukraine, but just $4 billion to our border. The White House yesterday outlined a $40.1 billion funding request in a letter to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Well, you know, that's his, that's his sugar daddy right there, right? 
That includes $24 billion to Ukraine and $4 billion to bolster security on our southern border. Specifically, the White House wants $13.1 billion for the Pentagon to send military aid directly to Kiev and replenish its own stocks. It further seeks $8.5 billion from the State Department to provide humanitarian and economic support for the Ukrainians. But $4 billion to our southern border. But not to stop illegals. No, 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 no. To help them keep coming. Does anybody want to take bets on if Kevin McCarthy says, yeah, let's give it to him? Now, CNN is upset right now because the world is Republicans, you and I, CNN is upset because you and I, the Republican people of this country, don't believe them about Ukraine. Well, why would we? Roll this clip. When you hear the Ukraine exchange there, it's like watching the open of an old Tucker Carlson show. He's not there anymore, but that's what it is. Nice dick. And these are busy people. These are hardworking people. Uh, there are too many Democrats who want to say they're deplorables or, you know, why talk to these people? Uh, there are millions of them. Uh, this is a family that literally is, is an economic anchor in the community. The business started in the basement, employs 80 people. The new solar company employs 15 people in a part of the country that has been devastated economically and challenged economically the last 25 years. They're good people. They raise money for the Girl Scouts. They go to church. But they believe things that would break our fact-check machine. That's just a fact. And they don't trust us. They think we're part of the problem. Yeah. When you hear the... They believe things that don't pass our fact-check scales, whatever. They believe we're part of the problem. Because you've been caught lying every single day of your lives on air since, I don't know, you were born? Isn't CNN the brainchild of Ted Turner, who was a massive liberal loser anyway? Of course we don't believe you. Of course we don't believe you. You know who else we don't believe? Another lying loser. Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams who's now saying it's everybody else's fault but his. Everybody else's fault. I'm a loser. Yep. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this absolute loser, Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams, yesterday on CBS Mornings. Well, think about what happened in the last few um, uh, months. Uh, we have created a funnel. All of the bordering states have now took the funnel right to New York City. New York, is the, New York City is the economic engine of this entire state and country. Mm. If you decimate this city, you're going to decimate the foundation of what's happening. Look at Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, Houston, and now you're hearing the governor of Massachusetts. And so when people say, well, they have, we gave them $100 million, $12 billion bill? What table are we dining at? So there you go. He's saying when you, if you destroy New York, if you destroy Massachusetts... You're the mayor. Bro, you are the mayor. When you destroy this institution, when you take away from uh, New York, which is the economic engine, you did that. Nobody did that. Come, bring all your illegals. And now you're paying the price. You're going to reap what you sow, bro. That's what I got to say. You're going to reap what you sow. Who are you blaming it on? And if you are blaming it on somebody, then blame it on Joe Biden. Get on CBS in the morning and say, Joe Biden did this to us. If you got a backbone. I'm the pinnacle black male. You're a reject. You're a moron. I don't think you graduated high school. And you definitely are a professor of Ebonics. 
Not because you're black, because you're stupid. <laughs> Why are you, Jeremy, you're mentioning Ebonics about, and, and saying something about a black person. You must be racist. Nope. Anybody who speaks like that, look at the cash me outside girl, right, Eli? Cash me outside, how about that? What's that? I said cash me outside, how about that? You finna do this to me, I'll tell you catch me outside, how about that? Whiter than Casper the Ghost. Dumb as a rock. <laughs> now anyway, ladies and gentlemen, James O'Keefe is back. James O'Keefe is back, and this time, OMG Media, I should say, O'Keefe Media Group, is now exposing Best Buy. Honey, it looks like we can't buy anything for Best Buy now. Boycott, roll it. Keep with OMG standing outside Best Buy this week on August 8th. O'Keefe Media Group OMG released a story featuring a whistleblower from inside Best Buy that released screenshots of a training program, a management training program with McKinsey and Company, where it explicitly excludes white applicants. The program's racial requirements have led to an accusations of racial discrimination, a firestorm online. The CEO of Best Buy, Corey Berry, has now made her Twitter account private. Now, a second whistleblower has come forward exclusively to OMG with audio recordings of his manager, Mike Hirsch, at a Best Buy in Jacksonville, Florida, stating that LGBTQ flags were appropriate in the Geek Squad office, but Christian crosses were not. This has led to further allegations of religious discrimination. If we're doing all that gay pride uh, flags and all that transgender stuff, like why don't we have Christian stuff all over? They're not the same. How is that not the same? You can 1,000% choose religion. So, it's not a belief, listen, though. That's almost, that's a, that's a, listen, that's a cultural... Yeah, but me as a cultural entity having beliefs that I have, so right. why can't I put my stuff all over the because wall? you are choosing to, cho to believe in Christianity or Muslim or okay. whatever. You choose well, that. Someone is choosing to be gay they or lesbian. Gay. Hey, they're choosing that. Enes Sujak, a Serbian immigrant and Best Buy employee in Jacksonville, Florida, recorded the conversation with his manager, Mike Hirsch. I spoke with Enes about his situation. He's decided to go public. Very brave, very courageous individual. Here's some of that interaction. And ladies and gentlemen, you can go and watch this on James O'Keefe Media Group, social media, Twitter, Instagram, his website. Uh, James O'Keefe continuing to expose people. But again, well, that's you're choosing to be Christian or Muslim. You're not choosing to be gay. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. God didn't make you come out of your mother's womb if you're a little boy, and all of a sudden you just start getting these little boy feelings where you want to touch other little boys' penises. It just doesn't work like that. And you can't prove that it does. There is no gay gene, okay? There's no gay gene. You're either following and accepting that sin or you are not. You're either following and accepting and embracing that sin or you are not. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, really quickly here, I just got to touch on this story. You know, we got a lot to go through on Fridays. I'd like you to do some homework and look this up because I got a video to play for you. So I can't get deep into this show or this story. Planned Parenthood. Listen to this, Eli. Planned Parenthood and ACLU fighting against California banning child marriages. Of course Planned Parenthood would do that. They love to kill people for a living. California and Mississippi are currently the only states in the nation with no minimum age requirement for marriage. Okay? Planned Parenthood claims that the law would create, because somebody wants to put, a, put that into, into law, that the law would create a slippery slope that would make it easier to ban or limit abortions for minors. <laughs> 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 
Planned Parenthood, ladies and gentlemen. Look that up. Uh, and let's get to this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful last video of the day. Mike Pence just wants to keep digging a hole deeper and deeper, Eli. Mike Pence says, you know what? I love rock bottom. I'm just going to go deeper and deeper. And I'm going to go into Iowa. And I'm going to go and I'm going to tell these people, uh, we're open for questions. Really? <laughs> Ballsy. Roll it. Let me see if I can hear you. How has life treated you since Tucker Carlson ruined your career? <laughs> you know, I had a very sporty debate with that former talk show host on Fox. Former talk show host on Fox. <laughs> and I will tell you, um, you know, when some people put out a video from that that cut off the back half of my answer, I, I simply tweeted the whole three minutes and said, you know, we used to call that fake news. Look, there's a lot of talk about about Ukraine and U.S. support in Ukraine, and I know I know old Tucker's been against U.S. support there from the very beginning. But let me tell you something: I've met Vladimir Putin. Anybody that thinks Vladimir Putin's going to stop if he overruns Ukraine's got another thing coming. If Vladimir Putin overruns Ukraine, it's I know Mike Pence. And if anybody thinks that Mike Pence is actually pumping gas in his truck during a stupid, ridiculous campaign ad, you got another thing coming. I know Mike Pence. And if anybody thinks Mike Pence is going to do his constitutional job and constitutional duty as a vice president of the United States of America when he knows fraud occurred and kick it back to the states, which he had complete legal right to do, well, you might... <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> Let's give him the loser song before we go here. How about that, huh? There it is. There it is. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Hey, Mike Crispy is coming up next. Let's go, baby. Yes, that's right. Mike Crispy coming up next here on LFA TV. And of course, please stay tuned for the rest of the day because we've got amazing shows all the way until 10 o'clock tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here today. I love each and every one of you. I hope you have a great and wonderful rest of your day. But more importantly, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you continue to watch LFA TV and rumble and share because as Mike Crispy says, we are just getting started. Right, Mike? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And whatever you do, just keep spreading the gospel. Like, 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 rumble on your way out, and put every show in the top 20 tonight. I love you guys. Three new shows are starting Sunday. 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, rock. 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. I got to go. I got to go. Mike Kriske going to be mad. Peace, folks. Free.